Hi, I'm Agree. I'm Harrison. This is Bottom Line Design, and today we're reviewing uh, the websites of YC Startup. So we've got Tony from Stack AI here. Um, so Tony, you want to tell us uh, what Stack AI does? Yes, so I'm Tony, a co-founder of Stack AI, and Stack AI is basically a no-code tool to build uh, large language model uh, workflows and deploy them in a single line of code. Very cool. Okay. okay. Cool. So we want to just start off with uh, uh, going through some best practices, initial stuff like how's the UI look, and then we can kind of dive in a little bit deeper. How's that? Let's do it. Cool. So first things first, what is the KPI? The KPI is to, uh, well, mostly revenue in our case, like signing up uh, customers and uh, these customers are typically uh, companies. But we're also tracking how many people do we have in our uh, waitlist, which is like basically how many signups we have. Okay. And so for the website, uh, it seems like getting started takes me where? Like, would it take me to sign up uh, in like a, an automated way? Or I noticed this second CTA that's kind of like competing with it. What's this do? Right. Uh, so the get started is to sign up automatically indeed. And the talk to us basically brings me directly to my calendar. So you can have like a one-on-one -on -one, uh, chat. Okay. So first impressions is, uh, I think let's just start from the top left and read it like a book. So awesome. right here, I think there's a big, big opportunity just to get rid of that line. I'm not sure what it does, but it's distracting. Mm -hmm. I think staff because it's blue uh, on the background, maybe this can be white and maybe you just drop this down to a slightly darker blue so it pops out a little bit more. And what's nice about nice. this is blue kind of like uh, instills trust. It's really, really nice. Now, if you do that, this text is gonna become a little bit easier, but watch out for this slight clipping that you got going on here. Yeah, good catch. Okay. Right. So, you know, it's all fun and games when we can do animations, but you gotta do animations well. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So if we're if we're coming over here, join Discord. That's good. Talk to us. Now you have talked to us, right? Know, here, yeah. And it's competing. I would just say get ahead, go ahead, move Discord, join Discord to the footer where people might expect it. Mm -hmm. um, talk mm -hmm. to us. I would just say like get rid of that unless you're going to bring this element back up here. And then the docs. Okay. Let's go ahead and fill that in with an icon but let's not actually make it an icon. Let's actually make it like a, 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 a header. And within the header, you can also put different parts of your page uh, so that it can like kind of like scroll jack. Yeah, I was also gonna chime in here that mm. you kind of like, you've got four calls to action uh, in this uh, top, top right section, right? So yeah. um, I think that, like what Harrison said about the, the advice about bringing uh, this into the header, I think you might be able to do that with all three of them. So you would say like stack right here, and then it would be like join, join the Discord. Discord. Yeah, talk, talk with us, us. Yeah. and then the docs, right? And then that way sign up mm. would have like the sort of the prime uninterrupted real estate at the top, right? Where users are already primed to go check. And really what's Got going it. on here is sign up. Well, let's just talk about your H1. So build and deploy AI applications in minutes. Why is this unsuccessful? It's unsuccessful because it's not giving value. You need to, outside of the in minutes, unless someone is coming here and they know exactly uh, what's been done before right. in the industry, just assume that they, they don't and you're bringing someone on for the very first time. You can start off with an industry insight, 
maybe you prime them with like, hey, this is how long it takes, and this is how long it takes us. That's actually a really good point. So I, mm. I'm understanding your product correctly. Your product allows founders to embed LLMs into their product without writing any code. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it's like, like when a founder thinks about your product, build and deploy are like tasks of work. That's like work that they're doing. Whereas what you want to be doing is like talking about the value, right? Which is like, uh -huh. Very good right? Point. You guys are like AI pixie dust, right? In, in like a can that they just shake it onto their product as opposed to having to ground it pestle <laughs> and mortar and go out in the forest to find the pixies, right? Now we have Jarvis over here in the animation form. <laughs> I have no idea. That's cool. Yeah, it's an interactive simplex. Ah, but there you are. <laughs> but it's just that. It's just cool. I'm not actually sure what it's doing or how it relates to your H1. So mm -hmm. if there's a stay uh -huh. away, from, stay away from cool. Make sure it's functional first. Right. Like Porsche. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Well, we have right. a video that, down there below, and I think we should put it like at the top, right? Instead of mm -hmm. using that real estate with uh, this Jarvis kind of thing. Oh, that's, yeah. What do you think of that? We'll get there in a second. Some thoughts. <laughs> so, <laughs> so right here, your CTAs, this says sign up, but when I press this, it's probably going to take me to the same place. Keep same place. Your CTAs similar, but mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. now, if you are pre PMF, if you're pre escape velocity, if you pre hundred customers, always lean in to talk to us. I bet that you convert higher on talking to us than you do on get started. You might get more signups. Okay. But you tell me, do you get more revenue from talk to us than you do uh, get started? Revenue wise, for sure, we get more from talk to us. Um, Signups from get started, I mean, it's fundamental no, at that point. Um, so yeah, in that sense, they, they are both competing in my KPIs in some sense, no? because get started gets me a lot of uh, people signing up uh, mm. immediately, right? That they, some people just don't want to talk to people. No? And uh, the talk to us allows us to by the way, the talk to us, the number that you see here is the same that you have once you sign up and you get into the tool. So that gets us a lot of conversions. Actually, um, I get like like six calls per day at least. And because I'm limiting the amount of, of calls I get. Um, so that that's really powerful. Many people go to the talk to us, especially the ones that convert for revenue. Um, for the get started, it still gets me a lot of inbound of the of the at the level of signups people that want to try. And <clears throat> some some of those may not turn into customers, may just like be playing around and, and you know right. testing things up. So a few a few notes here. Uh, something we've seen super uh, helpful for us is get uh, get rid of the get started button. Move uh, talk to us over here. Make it uh -huh. uh, the same color and then put uh, don't want to talk to a human question mark get started and put it in micro copy. Don't make it its own button. Ah, I like that. Okay. When you, you talk to us and you reserve a date, let's say well, next, now it's so full. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Qualify. This is a great place to qualify. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is have a this form, is, something like that. This yeah. is where you get rid of customers that are taking up your time or wait, maybe even wasting it. Right. Yeah, no, sure. I, I have to make, I have to, I have to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah, because if, if the scarce, if the bottleneck at this point is your time, Harrison's so right. This is one of those places where like design is not just about the UI. It's like a, a, the thought process behind it. That look how booked your, your calendar already is. That awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Next availability is like a week from now. Now, imagine <laughs> if 
<laughs> when somebody booked this, if you had like a, like a virtual assistant on the back end that was like in a Slack channel that would get notified every time you got a calendar booking and they could qualify for you, mm -hmm. like and immediately like eliminate anyone who looks like they might be unserious or like not impactful, or maybe like de-escalate them, offload them to, to someone who- Yeah, I, I, I like that very much also, since we are also doing chatbots to qualify customers for our customers, maybe we should do the same for ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Also, one other final Great. thing- I like yeah. that. <laughs> it's, it's a small place of product polish, but it's like, Authenticate is a heavy word. Very scary. And it, yeah. it sounds it sounds more like something that the developers who are building this this uh, screen have to think about than the actual yeah. user, right? It's a small detail. Right. And you know, we won't. I would just uh, make sure that it, it looks like it's part of the same website. So right here, you're introducing a new color, the gray. It's mm -hmm. very dark. It's heavy, and you want to try to get people excited during a sign up flow. If they don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. That make them feel excited about it, but so like you, you, you know why why this one feels a bit different is because like uh, it's a drag and drop component for the authentication that we use behind the scenes. But I totally agree, like that doesn't blend any well with the the landing page itself, right? Sure. There's uh, there's a lot of work to do there for sure. So let's get back to Jarvis, shall we? Yeah. Okay. okay so <laughs> so also before we do it, go ahead and bold this, bold uh -huh. this, take it out of take it out of italics and. I would um, I would just pick the top the top ones and don't do a ticker, and I would tighten up the logos and uh, so it's a little bit more refined and don't make them don't make them turn into color because you're such a new name you don't want to be competing with people in color. Actually, right? yeah, this is a great chime in place, Tony. I think I might understand the rationale of where some of these design decisions came from. Uh, this is going to be a cold read. You know, this is like the design okay, cycle. <laughs> uh, did you take uh, a really well-established brand as a reference or an inspiration for building this marketing site or designing? Of course. It? Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to guess was Stripe one of the inspirations here? One of these inspirations indeed was Stripe. And, oh, okay. but, but others, but others as well. Oh, others, others um, as well. Yes. Okay. So um, the reason, but like, yeah, tell me, tell me about what's what's wrong or what's. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's the tell that I see. Right. Uh, Stripe does have on one of their logos pages uh, like a, a stream of like Fortune 500 companies and famous tech startups. Yeah. Uh, your logo banner, right? And I think the reason they can do that is because every single one of those is, is a household name. That's like, it's them trying Got to it. also stun you with social proof. And then if I remember correctly, also like they have a few interactive components like this built in WebGL. And what they're doing there is they're trying to establish kind of credibility that they are such high quality developers that you would trust them with your money. Right? Right. Yeah. And, and I think that like, what you have, your challenge right now is educating your audience even more so than it is building credibility. Just like explaining to them what it is you guys do. And so while the simplex is great if you have like Medici money and you need to prove that you can build the biggest dome in Florence, uh, <laughs> uh, I think that, yeah. That's a great point, yeah. Your, your idea point. of like something more educational or explanatory up here could be quite impactful as you guys build the path to becoming a household name. Awesome. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I agree. Yeah, very well articulated, for sure. Like, uh, I totally agree. So we were talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, we were talking about maybe bringing this video up. Let's just play this Hello. real quick, Hello. no audio. Hmm. So right off the bat, I'm not going to watch this. Why? Because 
<laughs> but it doesn't have to be too long if you two mm-hmm. exit, three exit. And it's even better if you can ma- maybe even give like, um, we were just talking to simplified jobs, right? So simplified jobs, what's really nice is they made, they made a really, really fuzzy demo right here. So they didn't give all the details or the video or a demo of the product. All they did was simply illustrate what's going on here. You might, you might, you might stand to benefit from something similar right here. There's a lot of text. Throw that sucker in chat GPT, ask it for a business casual tone <laughs> by 50%. No one's going to read this and then just watch errors like this. This should maybe be brought up here. Okay. Hmm. So again, fuzzy, this maybe to the technical viewer, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think this is okay for a specific tool like this. Because if you introduce them to maybe like a, a fuzzy demo or something, now they're like, okay, I actually want to see the real thing. Well, this is actually mm. a question for you, Tony. The person who's going to whip out their credit card to pay you guys, are they a developer or are they more like a PM or a product owner? Um, they are more like a PM kind of person. At the be- the one with the credit card is the PM, but the ones using the tool in the end are web developers. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So if this website is meant to, uh, to target the PM or it's the PM that's going to be viewing this, um, I think that Harrison's, Harrison's guidance of uh, these, like we call them product illustrations, could be quite impactful because they're already very used to thinking in idioms and their job is mostly about like compressing details like this down to something that's easily digestible like this. Whereas if it were like a developer, I think that, yeah, you probably like th- this website was targeting developers. You might benefit from something being in detail. Or is it that the developer is the champion, but the PM's writing the check? Yeah. Who's visiting the website <clears throat> most? It's mostly PMs. It's mostly PMs. I wouldn't say it's the developer. What we typically see as flow up of, of information is like the PM loves the idea, thinks it's super cool and that they will speed up their process. And then they are the champion to the developer saying, Hey, you, why don't you use, why don't we use this tool? And then we get in touch with the developer. In that, okay. in that now imagine all of this text, more or less besides projects, data, fine tune, deploy, all of this text, like string upload file, these uh, fields, imagine them just being like gray loaders, like, yeah. like here, yeah. you know, um, you would be able to make it so that cognitive space frees up you know it's almost like like activity monitor and, and and deleting unnecessary processes so that then the pm can get to reading the copy you have explaining what's yeah. going on in this interface yeah and what's really nice is what you can do is all these points are places where maybe someone can hover around this yeah. and they have like hot points so it's like the mm. connect maybe okay. There's like connect data and it's this icon over here and then maybe like experiment in minutes and it's the play button over here and then deliver to users in seconds and it's the i'm not sure where the share button is though but maybe it's maybe it's down here but great yeah no but i see what you mean yeah 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 yeah. okay so okay first off before we move on this that is so that is so tight like legos for ai i immediately got that but it's in such an awkward space right now maybe bringing a little bit more prominence to this hmm something to think about okay so compose applications fine tune so i knew that these were clickable but they didn't totally look clickable the way that you can get around this is just bring a slight outline to this 
so that you know it. it like a, a tappable button. But let's go back. So compose applications. Again, you want to uh, lean into like maybe fuzzy, fuzzy illustrations here, not all at once. You're trying to give your users a snack, not the whole kitchen, right? Got it. 80%. And then look at this, 80% of our fine tuning is spent. This should be in bold and in H1 or H2, right? You want to like really- Right, we are missing an H1 there for sure. Also bring a little bit more padding in here so that there's uh, some places uh, yeah. for your eyes to rest, yeah? Okay, so this is it. Now, right. missing ingredient here, Tony, check this out. Uh -huh. There should never really be a scroll view anywhere within your website where there is not a CTA visible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because Always pairing insight with action. I, I don't know if you guys even noticed this, but when Harrison got to the bottom, he did this. He like, I, I don't know if it shows up in the screen share, but he like scrolled bumped up against like the bottom. It's and, like, and I'm convinced. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm convinced. To go further. I what do I do? Where do I tap? Yeah. Where do I go next? There's right? no, and you should have, you have this up here anchored so that it's always following you mm -hmm. and the sign okay so top yeah. bar anchored and and some call to action at the very end also yeah and put a footer in there as well and it's a great place to also put the discord the documents and the zoom and as well exactly and the call to action not just should be at the end it should be in every section there should be another call to action because it's oh, like okay yeah so that way like every section when they get to it they're like listen i'm sold like you know when they get to the point right. across it's the place where they say, shut up and take my money. <laughs> like you want to have like a button for them to click so that they can get started and, and, and get to that checkout screen. Right. Um, but cause yeah, like I think that, uh, yeah, here it's like, we naturally want to go further and, and see more. We're curious. And it's like giving them uh, an immediate gateway. Like for right here, this would be a great place. This is an awkward ending right here. This would be a great place to view docs. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. So like doing docs, right? I know like Stripe does very, very similar stuff on their site. They make the CTAs contextual to the sections that they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here would be like view docs right here would right here might be like, get a demo right here might be like, uh, learn more. Sorry. I also want to highlight, uh, Tony, you are so underselling yourself. Holy crap. Like oh, I wow. saw okay. <laughs> hit a thousand citations in Google scholar. Huge congratulations, yeah. by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so uh, much. <laughs> if, if talk to us as a CTA, boy, better that be there. Totally <laughs> right. like you're you're going to get 30 minutes of an MIT PhD's time to talk about how to add AI pixie dust to your product. Like that, <laughs> yeah, like your calendar is going to start flying off the shelves at that point. Awesome. That's awesome. Wow, guys, that was so insightful. I'll, I'll definitely uh, deliver on that as soon as I can, because that was really, <laughs> really useful. And there's some, some stuff that is really easy to implement at the end of the day. So thanks. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, of course. Uh, do you have any questions, by the way, before we wrap up? No, I think I think it was super clear. I mean, uh, please share the, the link to, to this video and I'll, I'll definitely share it with my team as well because I want to review this like uh, very carefully. <laughs> amazing, amazing. It. Thanks so much, Tony. Take care. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye bye. Hey, everybody. I'm Agree. I'm Harrison. And this is Bottom Line Design. We are reviewing uh, YC Startups' websites. Um, and today we've got Chris and Raphael from Deskimo. So let's just pull up your guys' site. So can you tell us what Deskimo is? 
So Deskimo is a application that gives you on-demand access to workspaces, uh, professionally managed workspaces across Singapore, Hong Kong, Malaysia, Indonesia, and the UAE. Uh, we work with companies that have moved hybrid uh, during the pandemic or following the pandemic, and now want to give their employees basically a way um, to work from outside the corporate office and outside from home. So we uh, provide them with near home office space that they can access freely and uh, and unrestricted. So they can go to the places like Reaches, WeWorks, uh, Spaces, and just work from there for however long they want. And then their employer basically covers their home. Interesting. So you guys are almost like uh, like an Airbnb style marketplace for co-working spaces in Southeast Asia. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the Middle East. Not too far from from what it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And is it is it only for businesses? So as an individual user, you can also just download uh, the application and add a credit card and get going. But um, we basically put all our BD effort into signing up companies that then provide a budget to their employees. Okay, very cool. And so just before we hop in, uh, what what is the main KPI? Like what does success look like when someone uh, comes onto your site? Yeah, I would say the main thing is for them to create a business account. So that's what we try to encourage. So we, you know, as I mentioned, as Chris mentioned, like anyone can just create an account and use it on the go, but it's not what brings us the most revenue. So we are really focusing on having companies finding us, ideally through website or word of mouth. They just create in two minutes a business account. They get an access to all the employees to access the, so, you know, like all the Deskimo workspaces, but with a account from the company with a company credit card, and then they can just work from anywhere. They get a consolidated invoice end of the month and, uh, and we manage everything for them. So ideally it should be a very simple onboarding process. So they come to the website and understand quickly what it's about, and then they start using very quickly with all the employees. Okay. Very cool. All right, cool. Let's, uh, let's hop into it. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we can start just from, um, you know, the point of like best practices, uh, starting from the top left down to the bottom, right? So just looking at this logo, this may be one of the first times that I've seen like the, the standalone logo on the right hand side of the, of the text lockup, you may want to consider, uh, like following that convention and bringing it over to the left hand side. And, uh, you know, yellow, yellow is really, really tricky, right? Because yellow, kind of gets lost. Mm -hmm. And so you don't see a lot of definition. And so when you're dealing with a logo that has a lot of detail in it, um, you, you may you may run the risk of not having it be as memorable as you like. So maybe not for, you know, uh, it's not necessary for finding PMF, but maybe when you hit that series A, maybe uh, thinking about redoing this logo or uh, keeping the, the shape, but changing the colors. Um, and then there's also uh, context around like current events, you know, I'm sure you didn't uh, pick it, but like these are Ukraine's colors. So there's like subcontext there, but I don't think that's a big deal in the long run. Hopefully the war ends soon. So, <laughs> so let's check it out. So for business, this text raises up pretty high. Um, I think like usually when we're looking at affordances, uh, like affordance cues, um, you have, you have three going on right here. So the first is you have the Chevron. The second is the animation floating up. And the third is the text changing to blue. I think you can get away with uh, not having the animation. Um, not only is it going to allow just for two, which is the highlighted text and the Chevron doing its thing, but it's also going to make the site just a little bit faster, right? Because animations just bog down anything. 
Um, I think this is okay how you have this, but overall, I think the aesthetic of this is just a bit dated. And I think what's making this dated is just like the, the, like the gradient, the soft blues, um, and also like the thin text going into bold. But I think with uh, a nice font pairing, um, maybe some like waveforms, maybe something a little bit more progressive instead of like lines. So that's it from the UI front, but uh, then we can hop into like the text. But did you want to say something? No, I mean, I think that um, I think that there are visual improvements for sure to be made. I mean, one thing I caught also is like how um, you'll notice you guys are using a PNG for your logo. Um, it's not a super complex logo, so I think it'd be pretty easy to convert this one into SVG. Um, and this will just make it so that on any screen resolution, um, your guys is, you know, like the logo is the face of the company and, and uh, it'll never, ever risk being blurry. Um, and then uh, other stuff, you know, is like, um, I, I think that it passes the squint test actually quite successfully that yeah. like, you know, when you squint on this page, you'll see pretty immediately, like you should be going to try Deskimo for business. Um, you're also kind of giving a subtle cue of like who you're trying to serve, yeah. what they're trying to do. This is not something for like necessarily uh, freelancers who need a replacement for their coffee shop. You're really trying to find um, uh, those customers who are, are in the business case. One final thing I was going to say is if you look at this section, um, this above the fold, this part is, is like this white space that goes into the next section. Um, it's an easy fix, I think, to just like uh, make it so that all of this um, is the first section uh, or change the like the design so that it doesn't feel like um, there's any risk that this gets clipped. And Maybe it almost like fades into it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So it's like you want to continue scrolling, whereas right now this almost looks like it's cut off. Yeah. And I can only imagine what it must look like on mobile. Um, but uh, it, it right now it just looks like it cuts off. The way that you can get around that is by leaving the, the 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 visuals downward. So either extending this down into the next section um, or uh, a gradual fade, um, similar to this, but in reverse. And then I also say like, uh, you know, for the H1, handpicked workspaces near you. I'm not sure how differentiated that is. I mean, when I look at this, I think of WeWork, I think of just other co-working spaces what is it that is going to bring me in? Why is it that handpick space, handpick workspaces near me is important? Maybe start off leading with that. Um, now, the pay per minute, I've never seen that. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's I mentioned, I, I think I mentioned that on Bookface. Like, I've never seen that. That may be a lead. I mean, depending on how important it is to your users or your prospects, maybe leading with that might be something to consider. And then right here, you have a great opportunity to make it really, really personal. So you were saying that, um, you know, you're, you're out in the wild right now. Like I would say, like, call these people out. If these are really the workspaces, call these people out and maybe say like, Hey, this is Tony with X company, part of a 53 person workspace, make it really, really tangible, make it like real for us. And instead of just uh, maybe not for photos, but bias towards photos where they it looks like um, 
the person can envision themselves. So maybe it's just one photo with, maybe it's like this photo with three people, and then you're calling out who these people are and what companies they're part of and how many seats that they have in, mm -hmm. in the organization. Mm -hmm. Maybe something to consider, but let's move on. Oh, and then one last thing, it is convention. I, this is the first time I've seen it on the left hand side. Most people are used to having help on the right hand side. It may just be something to consider. And it's also been uh, you know, a couple minutes that we've been on the site auto populate a text uh, a message that comes out saying hey looking for pay per minute workspaces how can we help like we have or or entice them uh hey we noticed that your location is around this uh there are four spaces would you like to see them right. something like that right um why you just deskimo so right off the bat like i'm seeing something here where it's a bit of a no-no um one it almost looks like a different site you know, outside of the blue and the yellow motifs, it almost looks like a different site. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because you're introducing illustrations for the very first time where previously it was not introduced. And so that could just be a little problematic because someone cognitively is just trying to uh, go through something with like a flow and now they've been interrupted. You know, they may not uh, immediately address it, but um, deep within, they, they know that uh, something's been interrupted. And I'm noticing there are no CTAs. So what you want to do is whenever you have a piece of information, you always want to couple it with a CTA because you never really know when someone's going to be convinced of something. I think that also you could stand to have this header kind of stickied and anchored mm -hmm. to the top yeah. so that it's following you. So it's just another access point to and maybe it's not log in maybe you actually swap this out Tr like uh try desk uh, deskimo like maybe you have it at the top right corner right up here instead of login and then login is uh over here and then you can scooch these over to the left drop about us to the site map and then have a little bit more room cleared up yeah for sure and what do you guys think so far yeah so far all makes a lot of sense um, I think some some of the things uh, you know we've considered ourselves uh, with like you know the local colors and, and these kind of things it was just not a priority for now or like yeah, it's sure. good enough for now but uh, post series eight and other things uh, we haven't considered um, also you know the point with um, suddenly introducing uh, you know now these illustrations that we didn't use and, and also a sticky nav bar yeah all very uh, valid points sure yeah yeah it's a lot of good stuff I mean we totally redid this website by the way like. Uh... I mean, one, two months ago, so the previous version was much worse. <laughs> but, uh, and then when we think we have it right, then we get a ton of feedback. So it's, that's helpful. Yeah. Because right. I mean, yeah, I think that, like, a, lot of the, a lot of the foundations are there. You know, you might notice that, like, the reason we're able to get into such specificity is because, like, the core, the core stuff is being done correctly, right? I mean, like, you guys are showing what the product is going to look like or the most important part of the product, right? It's not like you, uh, you have it super focused on the app because you guys have an app that really is about unlocking the space, right? And so you're doing that here uh, above the fold. You're also like, um, I mean, yeah, you've got this pretty differentiated like yeah. offering with the pay per minute. That might actually be something that you you want to emphasize even more in the H1. Especially in this inflationary environment, mm -hmm. I think leaning into what everyone's thinking about, um, you may even want to consider something up here where it's like, I'm not sure if you, you go through it down here, um, but as a user with this macro environment, everything's expensive. I would love to see a cost breakdown between 
WeWork and other competitors and how you have to pay maybe half day or a full day or a month right. or like weekly yeah. versus Decimo, which is pay per minute. And then showing the cost savings bonus points for making an interactive calculator, mm -hmm. you know, bonus points for that. So right here, you have a video. We see this quite often. I never know where, what's going to happen yeah. when I press play. Yeah. Um, it also does a little bit break convention that the play buttons over here. Um, and it was, it wasn't hard to see, but it was just breaking convention. Let's see what this does. This is more so like, um, it's like a pitch. It's, it's almost yeah. like the stuff that would happen in the marketing site is now being put into a video, mm -hmm. um, rather than let's say a, a focus in on like just how it works. You know, I think that a video is a really impactful opportunity for you to just explain how the process works rather than, um, rather than sort of like repurposing some of the messaging that you guys have in your marketing site. Um, but oh, so yeah. you guys also do hardware as well. Is that right? Only this scanner. So it's a, uh, yeah, it's more like a tool that's connected, but it's not like the core focus. Okay. Mm. Interesting. And what, uh, so is it that you guys own these spaces or rent them out and then sublease them? No. So we're totally asset like, so when you talk about Airbnb, that's a, uh, good comparison. So initially we started with professional workspaces. So co-working being, let's say 80% of the inventory. Now we have more alternative spaces, like some companies, offices, hotel lounges, airport lounges. Mm -hmm. So we're totally asset light. We connect, you know, supply and demand, and we try to make it very seamless. So it's uh, whenever you download the app, you scan your code, you know, you don't have to fill in any paper. You don't have to take out your credit card or anything. It's, uh, it, we try to create a bit like an Uber or like Airbnb experience for fractional sure. workspaces. Right, right. Sure. Okay. okay. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so this is quite nice. So at, at, I was just doing this, right, naturally. As a user, I would expect if there's something off the page, with today's touch devices, everything needs to be scrollable, even if it's on the side. Um, I'm noticing these chevrons, they kind of get lost because the mm -hmm. visual noise in the background is a bit hectic thus fading away like already a low contrast color which is yellow up against white right and these chevrons you know just keep the keep this in mind like it's blurry right here it's not an svg and the spacing's a bit off optically it's centered but visually it's not um and i think if you're only going to have three photos you may need not even need this functionality i think you could just get away bounding it to the to yeah. the screen yeah for sure Let's see, discover workspaces easily, search and filter by location. So by really the second line, I've given up. You know, like this, I want a snack, not the whole kitchen. You can just go ahead as a good rule of thumb, keep everything, keep your headers under 50 characters, keep your subs under 120, mm -hmm. you know. Now here, I think we talk about this often, right? But uh, first first things first, this is not uh, centered. Like this, it, actually this entire, uh, this entire asset right here, it's not centered to the page. And so when you're using wor like words like handpicked, immediately you, you are setting the stage up for everything's bespoke, details are considered. And so I'm gonna look at the site as a reflection of how you guys operate mm -hmm. as well. And right here, this is not centered, but that's not a big deal, but just something to keep note of. And then I would say like, this is fairly overwhelming yeah, to be, sure. to be reading all of this at once. I think like you could probably get away with just 
showing the highlights. Like you could probably just get away with showing this asset with a nice diffuse shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right here, the check-in button like off to mm -hmm. the right or something. Yeah. And then like showing like the distance that it mm -hmm. was like instead of 15.52, just 15 km. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think that there's a lot of information going on here and you guys don't need to, um, you don't need to have all that information to get your point across, right? Um, and uh, in a way, this is like sort of, you're going to consume a lot of attention budget with somebody pausing here to just see like, oh, Singapore. Oh, like 9 to 6 p.m. And maybe, you know, one version of this that you do is you show one example of this and then the rest are just like sort of almost like product illustrations where it's yeah. like they they sort of summarize with like gray bars or whatever where the text would be. Um, so that's that's one option. And we call the, the, the term for that is like a, a fuzzy illustration mm -hmm. or like a fuzzy mock. Um, so it's not giving away everything, but it's just giving away a little. And again, right here, I know this is this style. It's almost like in the same style, but it's still different from this. And I think it's the color palette that's being used. And I think it's also the uh, the gradients. And it's the, also the three dimensionality. We have yeah, three yeah. dimensionality right here, mm -hmm. whereas it's flat right here, yeah. um, except for these fingers overlapping. So keeping the illustration style again, it's just um, a subtle cognitive load that someone has to do to remember that they're still on the same site that, uh, they have to now weigh, like, are details like this going to carry over into their operating model? Right. Or is it going to affect my work when I just want to go in, find a beautiful space and yeah. I want to work? I thought you guys handpicked this, but right, right. you know, using the word handpicked, you know, it invokes a lot of stuff that's like bespoke. Okay. Just was instant check-in. I would... I would get I would get rid of the name. I think like you're already, especially if you have a header, you, you you people already know they have it in the URL. They already visited it. They clicked an ad or whatever. They already know. So just instant check in. It also saves you a bunch of characters. Eliminate. So you want to stay away from negative words. Eliminate tedious registrations and manual invoicing with ease. Just say registrations and and uh, invoicing with ease. Mm -hmm. Very simple. Um, step one, open up the app, tap check in. A QR code will appear on the screen. Step two, scan the QR code. Step three, get to work. This almost seems not necessary. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like something that like, um, like you guys either would have this or you would have the video that explains what it does. Um, but I don't think that you would necessarily need both. Um, I kind of bias towards towards perhaps this. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if it needs to take up uh, as much space as it does, but like, um, yeah, yeah. I think there's something here. One, one of these things can get eliminated, either this like explainer or uh, the video that sort of walks you through because it's like, they're, they're kind of communicating the same thing, right? I, you know, and, and to that point, I think also like, uh, I would love to see more of an emphasis. It would be really it, like, as now that we've gone kind of through everything, like I'd really love to see really your main selling point is the spaces. But so far I haven't seen those spaces really put up on a pedestal outside of these small images. I wonder potentially if you could, while highlighting the pay per minute, because that's your differentiator, if you could put more, uh, like maybe a segment to controller up here, where it's like Singapore, uh, and then all the different cities that you're in, and then you could have um, 
uh, like a mini gallery. And then if you tap into that gallery, it has a highlight of all the different amenities or maybe like the spaces available in real time or something being yeah. pulled from like whale sync through Airtable. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, there's something, there's something to be said here that like, um, you guys, uh, you guys kind of obfuscate, maybe not intentionally, but it seems like it's hard to tell where you guys service. I mean, there's this like locations yeah. page, but, um, do you guys have like, um, is it something where you're at a stage where you're trying to just like go global right now? Or do you know for certain that you really want to go city by city? Yeah, so yes, it is market by market and within the market city by city. Um, so, you know, it's because it's workspace by workspace that we sign up as a partner. Um, so right now, you know, we, we try to increase kind of like the regional coverage in Southeast Asia. Um, right. but, um, so we're in five countries right now. So we, we are slowly globalizing, but started with regional approach. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And I mean, in that case, uh, it also is, is pretty natural that you would probably want to showcase the quality of coverage you guys have in each of these regions. Because I imagine if it's a marketplace, that's going to be one of the central value props. It's just like, you know, uh, okay, like when I think about a workspace, my first question is, do you have any in New York? Because that's where I am, right? <laughs> Uh, and if they're in Singapore, they're probably going to wonder, do you have any in Singapore? And they're going to want to see like, whoa, if you have like a dense map of coverage, you know, that kind of becomes a value prop. And if you don't, it also becomes kind of like an obvious thing that, that could become prioritized so that you can make the best pitch possible to the customer. Do you guys have a, uh, a mobile app like in the app store? Yeah. 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 That's actually the main product. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, so I would just say like, and there's uh, not, there's no code ways that uh, you can do this free services. Uh, we used to do it in one of our previous startups, but um, when someone comes on to this site, there are services out there off the shelf for free that can identify if you're on an Android or an iOS, and then it will serve up the, uh, the native, uh, uh, the native bar of like download the app. Yeah. So it's stuck at the top. And I'm not sure if you guys have that on mobile, but if you don't definitely worth considering, it will just drive a bunch more traffic to downloads. Right. Yeah. Here. We, oh, yeah. we have it actually on the mobile version. So, um, you, you have yeah. here on the desktop version, you have to try desktop for business, but then if you open it on mobile, it will show you either the Android or the app store download button. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful reserve your workspace in one single tap. When I read that, I went to go tap, yeah. <laughs> but nothing happened. So I would definitely say like, you know, give, uh, keep in mind what, what, uh, your copy is about to prime a user with, right? Like in this case, single tap, well, no taps there. Um, I think like this blue, I think this blue is I think the reason why it's invoking such a dated response from me is because this blue is very reminiscent of Google's link blue, which came out in yeah. like the early thousands, late nineties. And so I think like subliminally, I'm like kind of associating it with that, but you guys did a great job talking about, uh, like putting, putting text here up against uh, a neutral background and really making it legible here. Um, by bringing this gradient, it's just maybe this gradient isn't as sophisticated of a color or like reflection, like a reflection of like uh, the the colors that are trending today. So download the app. 
download the app where <laughs> where where are those badges that i that i'm expecting right here you know go ahead yeah. put those badges in there give a star ranking if you guys have a star ranking put that up and then another thing is i would love to see a trust banner here and i would love to see testimonials kind of sprinkled throughout but maybe testimonials also belong here as well so um okay let's see so why common so it's almost like a trust banner right here yeah now here uh, this should be a link. These should be links to your uh, Y Combinator profile and this for your product hunt launch. And uh, I would also say like, um, you could just say- uh, Well, they, no, they got the badge as well. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, product hunt has that interactive badge and it, it'll show you guys as the number three product of the day. Huh. So um, I think those are great ways that you guys could establish social proof. And, and this actually, um, this will help you guys with SEO. Um, if SEO ever ends up becoming like a significant channel, because uh, Google doesn't just look at backlinks to your website, but it looks at links like outbound links from your site to to determine like what it's about, and will probably help you guys rank better for like things like Deskimo or, or co-working space. Yeah. And then right here at the bottom, this is quite long. This is your perfect opportunity just to give one sentence right? One quick sentence, kind of wrapping it up. It's your last ditch effort. And then right here, there should always be CTA. So we kind of covered that because you never really know when someone's going to be convinced. And it also serves another purpose. When you go into your analytics or hot jar to see a heat map of how users are using your site, you're going to be able to go back and see where do they get convinced. And you're going to be able to refine and bump up that copy or that content to the top. So they hit it quicker. But, um, Fellas, I hope that this was helpful. Uh, but uh, yeah, any any questions? Yeah, one question uh, from me. Say, so you suggest like a lot of removal of text to make it lighter, make it easy to digest, easier to read, which makes a lot of sense. Um, what is the impact on SEO on that? Um, you know, not having kind of like you know search engine indexing all of that text and maybe like picking up one of the sentences that you know then gets um, yeah. ranked. Uh, is there a risk that we run with that? Uh, I think that like ideally, what you would do is you would have sort of keyword dense text um, elsewhere on your site rather than on the homepage. The homepage is it's kind of like the, uh, the entrance into the house, right? And so um, you want to clear that as much as possible just so that it's, it's cognitively easy to parse for, for people who get there. Um, but chances are what's going to happen is that most SEO uh, is, is going to be to your other content which is picking up other keywords and your homepage is really going to be receiving direct traffic where they type in like Eskimo, uh, sorry, Deskimo.com. Outside of that, uh, I've, I've heard from others that uh, like other SEO experts, Google's uh, basically all these companies algorithms are so sophisticated at this point that they know when they're kind of being bullshitted, right? So they know when a sentence has like filler words or SEO words yeah. and it actually can work against you. So the name of the game is just produce good content, speak clearly and concisely, and it will get picked up. You know, Mr. Beast's motto is like, just produce good content and like, it's going to get picked up by the algo. So we kind of follow that tenant and we also like to share it along with other founders. But um, guys, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing your time. I'm Harrison. I'm agree. And this has been Bottom Line Design. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thanks, guys.